Welcome back to the Redefining Anger podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Roy, a self-motivated force turned recovering perfectionist. After experiencing the traumatic and sudden loss of my father, turning to anger as a form of protection while living in a state of survival, and facing the wake-up call that I needed nearly two years later, I found community and began a journey of growth and deep internal healing. I'm on a mission to normalize feeling. I believe that getting quiet with yourself and really feeling what needs to be felt is the key to building a relationship of trust and self-respect with yourself. I created this space to vulnerably share my journey with you, how I'm learning to navigate life after loss, and how feeling alive and abundant is still possible. I believe in the power of sharing our stories, and my hope is that my story can empower you to navigate yours. I'm so glad you're here. Before we dive into today's episode, I've got something for you. Are you a female entrepreneur looking to grow your business while also maintaining your time and energy? I am a pitching professional that can help you do just that. My personalized approach is guaranteed to help you attract qualified clients that are aligned with your mission and values, build authentic relationships and connections in your business, and develop your authority as a thought leader and own your voice. Be seen. Expand your reach authentically. If you've been wanting to increase your visibility, don't wait. Reach out to me on Instagram at running on grit. That's at running dot on dot grit or by email running on grit at gmail.com without any periods running on grit at gmail.com. And let's have a conversation. I want to help you grow your business. Not sure if pitching is aligned with your business model. Let's have a conversation anyway, so we can determine that together. Let's co-create. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I'd like to talk to you all about feeling connected. So one of the biggest things that we talk about a lot inside of the community that I am a part of is how we want to feel. So we have a number of wants and desires in our lives. Sometimes we might not even be able to see or define what those wants and desires are, but we have them. They are all within us. So in the midst of our everyday lives, with work, with parenting, inside of our relationships, whatever it is that we have going on, inside of us, we have our deep desires. And one of the ways that we can really get to understand those desires is through a journal prompt that we do inside of our community. Uh, My mentor and coach, um, this is her go-to journal prompt, and she shares this with everybody inside of her community. And it is, the prompt itself is, wouldn't it be nice if? So the idea behind this is to put a timer for five minutes at the top of your paper, put wouldn't it be nice if? And you just start writing and it could be anything, right? It could be anything that you're feeling in that moment. 
wouldn't it be nice if I could just grab a glass of water? Wouldn't it be nice if, you know, for those of you parents, wouldn't it be nice if I can go to the bathroom on my own? Wouldn't it be nice if I could sleep more? Wouldn't it be nice if I could travel more? Wouldn't it be nice if I could stop yelling at my kids? Wouldn't it be nice if my child would listen to me? It could be literally anything. And the objective behind that is to just keep writing whatever comes to you. Don't lift your pen off that paper until the timer goes off. And what comes up and out on that paper is what is within you. It's what's in you that you desire most in that season of your life. And I say the season of your life because this journal prompt of wouldn't it be nice if is something that we do regularly. Um, It's a way to check in with yourself to see what it is that's in you that, that you need to work on, that you need to go after because we are worthy of those wants and those desires. And going back to how do you want to feel underneath, beneath all of those desires, there is a feeling attached to that. And so, you know, if we say, for example, wouldn't it be nice if my kid would listen to me? Or wouldn't it be nice if I stopped yelling at my kid? I'm just going to use that as an example. For me, if that were to come out on my journal prompt, I would sit there and I'd ask myself, okay, what is the feeling behind that that I desire? What's the feeling that I'm craving? Well, perhaps I want to feel more connected to my child. Or perhaps I want to feel calm. I want to feel peace. So the feeling or feelings of connection, peace, calm, that's the desired feeling that we have within us. And so when we go through life every single day, it's really more about how do you want to feel? If you can live your life based on how you want to feel and meet yourself at your core desired feeling, then that is where you can start finding a little more freedom. That is where you can start incorporating habits, small little habits in your life to get you closer to that core desired feeling. So if the feeling is calm, what can you do? What can you implement each day to get you to that feeling of calm, for example. So, you know, for me, feeling calm would be sitting quiet with myself, maybe taking some time to journal. Uh, Maybe it's going for a walk outside. Um, But it's so incredibly important for us to really tap into how do you want to feel and go after that and incorporate activities, habits, whatever you want to call into your life to meet those feelings because that's really what it's all about. It's not about checking off your to-do list like we all do. A lot of us live by our to-do list and productivity and you know we chase productivity which is all tied back to perfection and we chase that and we live by that. Um, but at the end of the day, we still feel so depleted 
it doesn't matter how productive we are in a day, we feel like we weren't productive um, because there's a level of perfection there, like the standard that we set for ourselves that we're not meeting. But if we go after, instead of chasing that productivity, if we chase our core desired feelings and we meet ourselves where we need and how we want to feel, then we can start feeling a little bit better at the end of the day. And it's all about taking one step at a time. And today, I want to really focus on the core desired feeling of connection. That has been a huge one for me in my life, especially, I mean, since I've been on this journey, for sure. Um, But especially recently, there's been some things going on. And um, one of my biggest core desired feelings is to feel connected. And so... By feeling connected, what I mean by that is connected with my partner, my spouse, my husband, um, connected with my daughter, connected with my friends, my family, my loved ones, and probably most importantly, connected to myself. And so there are a number of ways that we can incorporate things to feel connected, right? So feeling connected with my daughter could look like me taking, uh, you know, 10 to 15 minutes a day to really bond with her. It could be anything. It could be just sitting with her and being in her presence, completely uninterrupted, no phone with me, you know, my my presence with her. So being present in the moment. Um, it could be reading a book with her. It could be coloring with her. It could be whatever she wants to do, but it's, it's, it's me and her time for that time, right? So that could be connection. It could be singing a song with her in the car on our way to daycare. That's a way of feeling connected with her. It's tapping into being present with her in the moment. Same, same thing with like my husband, what can get me to feel more connected to him in the moment and to do that thing? And I want to focus on connection with self because I believe that that is one of the most challenging things is learning how to find that connection with ourselves. And the reason for that is because we live in our heads. We are so like culturally everything that culture tells us um, really has us committed to thoughts. So we, we are clouded by our thoughts. But the biggest voice that we have within us is not in our heads, but rather it's our intuition. And our intuition knows best. Our intuition knows exactly what we need. Our intuition knows exactly what we want, what we desire, Um, and so, you know, when we say, listen to your gut, that's, that's really ultimately what we're saying is listen to your gut. If you have a gut feeling, but it's more than just having a gut feeling. It's really tapping into and listening to your intuition because that voice within you, not in your head, but in your heart, in your gut, that's the voice that we need to listen to. That's the voice that will guide us in the direction that we absolutely need to be guided in. And so I have been working personally on building routines and habits in my day-to-day 
to help get me out of my head and back in my body. And so there's a foundation that we can build there. You know, some of the basic things that really can get us back to feeling connected with ourselves are the obvious ones, nutrition, body movement, really like self-care, really taking care of ourselves. Those are big ones. Um, and then you can do more. There's more that you can do to really tap into getting connected with yourself because really at the root of it, what getting back into your body and out of your head, what we need to do is we need to learn to regulate our nervous system because when we are stuck in that productivity mode, day to day, go, 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 push, 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 check the to-do list off, um, you know, just meet all the demands of our lives, plus all of the unrealistic expectations and standards that we set on ourselves, again, being tied back to perfection, we tend to live in a fight or flight. And our nervous system is always kind of like in that fight or flight mode. And so we need to learn to regulate that nervous system and get it back into what we call rest and digest. When our nervous system is in that rest and digest, that is when we could actually hear that intuitive voice within us. And so I want to share with you for myself a practice that I have been doing every morning for a long time. It's part of, it's, I call it kind of like a journaling meditative practice. And, um, you know, what I, the way I have built this practice for myself is I have kind of just pulled uh, tips and recommendations and resources from various mentors inside of our community and, um, you know, just women that I have connected with. But what I do is I connect with my feelings every single day. So I sit down, I place my hand on my heart, I take some deep breaths, I close my eyes, I get really quiet and I start with a mantra and I say, I love you and I'm listening. I love you and I'm listening. And I repeat that mantra for however long I need to until I can really feel like I am quiet with myself and like my inner child my inner wisdom, my, my voice, my intuitive voice knows I love her and I am really listening. And then I ask myself, how do I feel? And I listen. Some days it doesn't come quite as easy. Some days it does. But I take the time to sit quietly, still with my hand on my heart, still with my eyes closed and I ask, how do I feel? And what comes up first for me? That's my intuition telling me how I feel. So it could be anything, right? I could be in um, higher vibe emotions, those that we refer to as feel-good emotions, like happy, joy, excited, calm. It could also be lower vibe emotions, sad, angry, anxious, you know, so whatever comes up for you, trust it, trust it and know that that's your intuition telling you, okay, this is how I feel right now. And that really helps us to understand where we're at in that moment. 
So then I journal that. How do I feel? I journal that out. And then the next question I ask myself, close my eyes, hand back on my heart, feeling, why are you here? So let's say it's anger. Anger, why are you here? And again, I sit quietly and I wait and I wait for the answer from within, not from my head, but from within. And what comes to me, that's the answer. And so I journal that out. And I could be feeling more than one feeling, and that's fine. I, I run through these steps one by one with each feeling. But I make sure to sit quietly with myself, and then I journal it out. And then I say, feeling, what do you need? So if it's a higher vibe feeling, I say, for example, happy. What do you need to feel safe to grow and expand within me. And I listen. Maybe what I need is, you know, more time with myself. Maybe what I need is to take intentional action. Maybe what I need is to go for a run. It's whatever my intuition tells me I need to help that feeling of happy grow and expand within me. And then likewise, if it's a lower vibe feeling, anger again as an example, anger, what do you need to feel safe to leave my body? What do you need to feel safe to leave my body? Because a lot of the times our feelings are there not a lot of the times, all of the time, our feelings are there to cue us into either something that's not working or something that is working. And so if anger is there, anger is there to let us know that there's something that needs our attention. And so by asking it, what do you need to feel safe to leave my body? And then you sit quietly and you listen. Maybe what I need is to breathe. Maybe what I need is to have a conversation with someone. Maybe what I need is to do a meditation. Maybe what I need is to go for a walk. But whatever it is that comes up, you got to trust that and know that that is what you need and you got to act on it. So whatever is coming up and whatever it is that you need, you have to trust that and then act on it. And then after I've meditated and journaled on that, the next thing I ask myself, eyes closed, hands on my heart, I ask, what do I want or need today? And I will follow that with, wouldn't it be nice if, and the first thing that comes to me, I trust that that is what I want or need in that day. Uh, and again, I make sure to do what I can that day to act on that. It's not about perfection. It's all about progress. But the more you do this practice, speaking from experience, the more you learn to really feel deeply connected with yourself. So at first, I'll be honest, when I started that practice at first, a lot of, a lot of my answers came from my head. And I could have easily given up and said, oh, this isn't working. But it's because we need to train ourselves. We need to really learn to train ourselves to get out of our heads 
and back into our bodies. And that takes practice. And I've noticed that the more I practice this every single morning, the more I trust what comes up. And and I now know that what is coming up is truly coming from my intuitive voice within and not from the voice in my head. So I just wanted to share that as a practice because I have been doing that for, I don't even know how long, for a while now. And it, I, it's just a morning practice that has really become such a routine for me. It's a ritual and I can't, I can't do without it. I can't go without it because it really helps for me to connect with myself, to understand where am I with my feelings? How do I feel? What do, what do I need? What do my feelings need? And then what actions do I need to take? And part of the last question there, you know, what do I want or need today? And wouldn't it be nice if that also ties back to how do you want to feel? So if I start my morning identifying that I feel anger, well, anger, what do you need? And then also, how do I want to feel? Well, if I don't want to feel anger, maybe I want to feel calm. So what do I need to do that day to help me move in that direction of calm? I'm not saying anger is going to go away. Anger might still be there, but it doesn't have to take over the entire day. And so maybe I sit down, I do a meditation. Maybe that's what I need, right? To feel calm. And I've noticed that the more I've been doing this, the more connected I feel with myself. And also the more connected I feel spiritually, So I have talked about this briefly in another episode of mine. Uh, I don't know the episode number off the top of my head, but it's the one on my angel numbers. And for those of you who have been listening for a while, you know that my father passed away in 2019 and I get a lot of signs from him telling me that he's here. So I know that he's close by. I know that he's here with me. I don't get signs every single day, but I get them pretty frequently and I am open to receiving them. And I've noticed that the more I practice getting connected to myself, the more connected I feel with my father. And this week in particular has been an emotionally taxing week here in my household. And there's been some heavy things happening. And he has shown himself to me so much to the point where I have sat down quietly and I have verbally spoken to him and I've asked him, Dad, please give me the strength that I need. Please help me navigate this. And because I have learned to trust myself, and I don't trust myself all the time, my goodness, there are days that go by where I'm so clouded by my thoughts in my head, especially where if I'm feeling really low, it's hard for me to really gain clarity with my intuition. But because I've been in this practice and I know that my intuition will not guide me wrong, and I've grown more deeply connected with myself, I feel, I can like literally say that with with honest to goodness truth that I can feel my father. And there was a moment this week where I was sitting outside and I was just sitting quietly, taking some time, beautiful sunshine, the skies were blue. 
and the breeze was just like whistling through the trees and I felt him in that breeze and I can't even explain how, how, but I felt him, I felt him there. And when I asked him and I said, dad, give me the strength, guide me through this. He gave me a sign. He showed me literally that he was there with me. And that is such a fucking beautiful thing. Like so, so incredibly beautiful to be so connected that way. And, and it's just amazing to me. I I just love nothing more. Like I truly am more connected to my father now than I was when he was alive. And it's through my healing journey, this growth journey, and really putting these practices into play for myself every single day that I have been able to get to that point. Otherwise, I don't know that I would have that connection with him. And where I'm going with this is in order to have the connections that we desire with our family, our loved ones, all of that, and and very specifically with ourselves, we need to be mindful about it. We need to put it into practice. And we very much need to get out of our heads and into our bodies. We need to regulate our nervous systems. And like I said, there, you know, to regulate our nervous system, there's, there's the, the, the basics, you know, there's the foundational basics like nutrition, body movement, uh, and really taking that, you know, that, that time for self-care. And there are other modalities that we can also put into practice. And, you know, meditation is one that's becoming much more known. I mean, meditation has been around for a while, of course, but I feel like it's becoming much more accepted culturally. There's a lot more people putting that into practice. So that is absolutely something that um, you can easily, very easily access. I mean, there are so many apps out there, free apps out there that you can do, you know, quick meditations. It doesn't have to be lengthy, five to 10 minutes, really just getting quiet with yourself. And it's not about shutting off your thoughts. It's about practicing coming back to your breathing, Um, getting quiet, and just focusing on your breath and really getting zen and really getting into that connection with yourself. And so there, and like I said, there are other modalities that you can do. I like to call them ancillary options. Um, and these are modalities that I have only learned about through the community that I am in. And I have put them into practice myself to help me with my healing journey, my growth journey. And these practices have really helped me also grow even more connected with myself because I am getting to know myself on a deeper level. So how many of us can really say that we truly know ourselves? A lot of us can't even pinpoint what it is that we want or what it is that we desire. And so um, doing these other modalities, these ancillary options really can uh, open that door for us and getting to know ourselves better. And they are so crucial to helping us regulate our nervous system, getting out of that fight or flight and back into the rest and digest, which is really where we, we should be operating regularly. The fight or flight should not kick in 
unless there's a there's a need for it. Um, but we are always so much of us are always in a state of fight or flight that we don't our nervous system is never regulated and we we just don't even know how to regulate it. So what I'd like to do is I would like to provide you with some resources um, for you to explore. And so these other modalities that I'm speaking about, one of them is hypnotherapy and the other one is breath work. So hypnotherapy is not at all like what we see on the movies or the TV shows. It's, you know, it's not like you don't get hypnotized and then, you know, put under, put under a spell or under someone else's uh, control. Um, the hypnotherapy I speak about is really more of like a deep meditation. You get so incredibly calm in those sessions, quiet, relaxed, your body is entirely relaxed, and you really end up connecting with that intuitive voice within and you connect with your soul and it is just so incredibly incredibly beautiful and empowering and it is through hypnotherapy that I really started to get to know myself because I connected with my inner child I was able to see my inner child as you know myself as a child um, connect with her. I've been able to intuitively connect with my father. Um, it's just such a, a beautiful, beautiful thing. And so there are um, a number of women inside of the community that I am in who practice hypnotherapy. They are facilitators of this. And so I want to, um, I just want to pass along their information. You can, you know, feel free to go check out their Instagram pages. And, um, and if you feel called to connect with them, then, then by all means, please do so. But I just think that it's something that everybody should experience at least once in their life, you know, and I, I want to say too, that one hypnotherapy session is not going to magically, you know, heal you or, you know, get you to, to be to finding that connection that you need it again it's a practice it's something that you really need to do more than once um and there's no right or wrong answer on how often you do it I mean some people can really get to some clarity after three to six sessions and some people you know find clarity in less than that some people need more than that I myself need way more than six sessions. So everybody is different, but it's just something so beautiful. I've spoken about hypnotherapy on this podcast before. Um, I've shared, I've had actually some of these resources I'm going to share with you. I've actually had them as guests on my podcast. Um, and it's just, I, I really feel so strongly about this modality of helping you regulate your nervous system and really getting truly deeply connected with yourself and getting to know yourself. So um, some of the women inside of my community who help facilitate this practice, um, and no particular order here, I'm just going off of the list I have, so I'm not listing them in order of priority. This is All of these women are absolutely, truly incredible and amazing in each their own way. So, you know, I would just say that, you know, you, you go to who you feel most aligned to. So the first woman is Diane Sorensen. Diane is a connected relationships and parent coach, and she is a uh, hypnotherapy facilitator. 
She was featured on my podcast. She actually was just the most recent episode, episode number 22. Uh, the episode on feel empowered to show up messy and imperfect in your life and in your parenting. So Diane is, uh, like I said, a connected relationships and parent coach. She's also a coach inside of our community. And um, I connected with her through, uh, I, I first connected with her through uh, hypnotherapy. And I later um, also pursued her parenting program that she offers. Um, but I, she was my first introduction to hypnotherapy. And it was, like I said, just the most incredible experience. And I swear by it. Uh, I truly, truly do. And Diane is someone that um, you can very easily feel comfortable with. She holds the space for you. Um, she provides that feeling of safety so that you can really truly dig deep and um and and you know and connect with yourself and what comes out of it is what comes out of it and so Diane also has her own podcast it's the beautiful behavior podcast if you want to check that out and her instagram handle is at dianesorensen.bb and I'm going to have all of this information in the show notes so I'm not going to necessarily take the time to spell out the names here um, just go check out the show notes for all of the specific details and on where to find all of these amazing women all right so the next woman is Jennifer Schluter so she is a spiritual hypnotherapist and soul mentor she offers hypnotherapy she also does channeling uh, so she's not, um, you know, she can't, you know, predict the future or anything like that, but she has such a way of really connecting with the spiritual world and really being able to channel, um, for your specific needs at that, you know, if, if you choose to have a channeling session with her, she's, oh my gosh, she's just incredible, incredible. I've had uh, both hypnotherapy and channeling with her. And um, the hypnotherapy that I've, I've done group hypnotherapy with her inside of the community. And then my one on one hypnotherapy with her was a soul. Um, it was a soul journey. And I was able to really connect with my soul to understand my soul's purpose on this planet. Um, right now in my life right now, and my future and it just amazing, amazing. She was featured on my podcast, episode number 14, how one hypnosis session completely changed her life. Um, I encourage you to listen to all of these episodes if you have not previously listened to them before. And um, she is on Instagram at Jennifer Schluter underscore. The next woman, Christy Simons. So Christy, um, she is embarking on this journey of, of uh, learning hypnotherapy. And I just think it's so incredible because she also went through the soul journey hypnosis with Jennifer Schluter. And in there, she was able to really tap into her purpose. And she felt incredibly called to pursue this for herself and to guiding others through this hypnotherapy practice because she also sees the value and believes in the power of it. And I have had the opportunity to sit through a hypnotherapy session with her. And I felt also incredibly guided, incredibly safe. I, I mean, I feel safe with all of these women. I would not be um, providing them as resources in here if I didn't feel safe with them otherwise. Um, but yeah, just amazing. She also has like, she just has the knack in her. I mean, it's just a beautiful thing. She's just got it in her to provide this. And I think she's going to do amazing with this in her life. 
Um, She was featured also on my podcast, episode five, The Power of Vulnerability. She has her own podcast, The Imperfect Creatrix Podcast, and she is on Instagram at mama2hnb. The next woman I want to highlight here is Morgan Ruff. Morgan is, um, she's a coach. She works with wild women and helps to guide them back to their intuition. And she is also a hypnotherapy facilitator. I have not actually had um, the opportunity to sit with Morgan through a hypnosis session, but I have been guided by her through her coaching work. And um, she is really, really also an incredible human being. She was also featured on my podcast. Her episode has not aired yet. Uh, Her episode is actually going to air next weekend. So be on the lookout for that. It was an incredible conversation with her. And you're going to get to hear in there why um, she refers to herself as a wild woman and what her work entails. Uh, She is just beautiful. And she's also got something going on right now that she's offering. So you'll definitely want to be on the lookout for for that episode next weekend. And, um, and tune into that. But in the meantime, you can find her on Instagram at Morgan Ruff Uplift. And um, she also has a podcast called Wild Women, Wild Soul. Okay, so these four women offer hypnotherapy. And so if you feel called to really look into what that could mean for you, what that could provide for you, I highly encourage it. Um, And even if, you know, you're just not even sure, but you have something in you that's like, hmm, that's interesting, look into it. That's, that's, That's that intuitive kick in you, that intuitive voice in you that's telling you, go look into this. Okay. The other modality is breathwork. Breathwork is something that I'm newer to. I have not experienced breathwork as frequently as I experience hypnotherapy. But let me tell you what, breathwork is also pretty frigging magical. And there are different forms of breathwork out there. Um, you can also you know, find some guided breathwork through some apps, just like you can with meditation. Um, but the reason I want to highlight this woman with her breathwork is because I have been guided by her and to be guided by a certified breathwork facilitator, an expert at it is something pretty incredible. So this woman is Ashley Livingstone and she is a personal and team growth coach. And like I said, she's certified in breathwork. Um, And man, the work that she does with this is so amazing. I feel so safe with her. She has a way of really knowing where you're at when you go into a session with her and what you need. So what I mean by what I what you need is do you need to just move the energy in your body or do you need to feel grounded? Um she just has such a way of really being able to work with you and know exactly what it is that you need. And then she caters that breathwork session for you to be aligned with what exactly it is that you need. She will often incorporate some meditation in there. She also plays some music during the session and her music is always so spot on. Again, completely aligned with, you know, what it is that you need and the breath work that she has doing for you. Um, It is such an incredible way to regulate your nervous system because breath work really just, it really does help to, you know, move in you what needs to be moved whether that's energy or you know whatever it is 
And um, I always walk away from a session with her feeling grounded, feeling calm, feeling at peace. Um, It's just, I can't even put into words really what it does. You just kind of have to experience it for yourself. Um, So highly, highly recommend it. Ashley has a breathwork membership. And um, so that's something else that I really encourage you to check out. She also has her own podcast. It's called the Teams with Edge podcast. She is on Instagram as well. Um, Oh, you know what? I actually did not make a note here on what her Instagram handle is, but I will make sure to have that in the show notes. Um, She has two profiles. She's got one for herself personally, Ashley Livingstone, and she does have one for her business too, Our Forte. Um, and I was actually featured on her podcast back in, back in um, October of 2022, and that is uh, season four, episode seven. There's no perfect way to not be perfect. So if you feel called to check that out, I definitely encourage that too. So I just, like I said, I just want to provide resources for you to really dive into on exploring how to get out of your head, get back into your body. Last but not least If you are at all curious about the community that I'm a part of, um, I also want you to check that out. I encourage you to check that out because community has also been so significantly crucial to my healing journey and having a group of women behind you to support you, to hold space for you, to provide that safe space and, you know, to just you don't feel you don't ever feel alone because you realize when you're a part of a beautiful community like that, that. Um, you're not alone in the feelings that you feel. There are everybody else on this planet feels those same feelings. Everybody is going through something of their own. And um, it's just a beautiful way to be able to support each other, hold each other accountable and, um, and just, you know, provide that safe space for each other. And so community highly encourage it. Our leader, our mentor, our coach is Heather Chauvin. She is a leadership coach. She works with ambitious, overwhelmed women to break free from their fears and to um, courageously and authentically live, work, and parent on their own terms. She is just a beautiful human being, and I thank her every single day for, you know, just being in my life. Um, If I had not found her in 2019 after my father passed, I don't know where I would be today. And it's because of her that I felt so comfortable embarking on this journey. And she has been my guide every single step of the way. And all of these women that I reference in here, we're all in this community together. And um, I can say with 100% certainty that we all feel the same way. She's amazing. Um, She's got the podcast Emotionally Uncomfortable. I have been featured on her podcast a few times. I don't know the episodes off the top of my head, but I'm in there. And her Instagram is at Heather Chauvet underscore. So again, I will have all of this information in the show notes. Um, And so what I want to leave you with today is ask yourself, what does it mean to you to feel connected? And I encourage you to take some pen and paper and to journal about that. What does that mean to you to feel connected? All right, friends, if you enjoyed this episode or any other episode that you listen to, I would really appreciate for you to rate and follow the show, um, share it with a friend, a family member. The more 
Uh, the more people that we can get listening to my podcast, the more exposure it'll have and the more ratings are is also incredibly helpful as well. So please, please, if you are a fan and um, you feel inspired or anything resonates with you ever when you listen to this, please, I ask you to rate, follow, share. And um, yeah, it would mean so much to me. And then also always find me on Instagram at runningongrit, running.on.grit. I'm always open to having a conversation. Um, any questions you might have, uh, yeah, just, just come on in. I'm an open book and um, I love connecting with people. Thank you so much for being here and for listening to another episode of Redefining Anger. If this resonated with you in any way, I would be so grateful if you would share this episode or the podcast with a friend, a family member, anyone that you believe may benefit from it also. If you want to stay connected, you can find me on Instagram at runningongrit at running.on.grit and follow along my journey. Do you have a story to share? A voice that's aching to be heard? Send me a DM and let's get a conversation going. My information can also be found in the show notes. I look forward to connecting with you.